Hey. Hi. Here's your reminder that you are worthy and capable exactly as you are in this moment. Really? There's nothing wrong with the core of you and who you are. I think you're right. If you want to be a hot girl, then you are a hot girl. I am? If you want to do Pilates, you can do Pilates. Yes, I can. And never let anyone tell you any differently. I won't. Let's start the show. Let's go. Hey, hot girls and bad bees. Today, I want to talk about something that is near and dear to my heart. If you follow me on Instagram, if you have taken a walk with me, if you've taken any of my classes, you know the love of my life is my dog, Valentino. My fiance, Kyle's pretty good too. <laughs> but seriously, my dog has changed my life. And there's actually been so many moments where I'm training him and I've realized how much he's taught me and what an impact he's had on me, not only as a person, but as an instructor. I want to preface this conversation and chat by saying that humans and dogs are definitely different. Don't worry. I don't have them confused. <laughs> I'm going to draw the parallels here uh, without acknowledging, you know, the massive differences that we have. Um, but I think that the similarities are more than you might imagine. And I find them just very interesting. The first biggest similarity and thing that has made me a better teacher is the way that both the animal brain and the human brain, right? All animal brains, the way that they absorb positive information versus negative. And it's that saying, imagine, a, uh, don't think about a pink elephant, and the only thing you can think about is a pink elephant, right? So the negative training, the brain doesn't know how to process it. And humans and dogs are exactly the same uh, in that way. So we learn much faster with positive reinforcement. Now, let's talk about one side of dog training, uh, which is using aversives. And I am going to draw a quick parallel here to you know, some techniques that my parents use, that their parents use, which is negative punishment. So think spanking, timeout, things like that. And the way that, you know, I'm not talking about major <laughs> abuse here on dogs or humans, but just talking about some of the common aversives and why they seem to work, but the downside of them. So you get the, the positive thing about negative uh, some aversives in both humans and dogs is you get almost immediate obedience after. So you almost immediately get the behavior that you were seeking. So in a situation of a dog, right, it would be to stop barking or to stop pulling. And that it works fast, but the negative side, and this is backed up by research in both humans and dogs, is there tends to be more aggression later on in life, in their life. And that's just a risk that I do not, I never wanted to take with my dog. And that's a personal choice. And trust me, I don't judge anyone who, you know, uses some kind of aversive method for training their dogs. I'm not judging you at all. And I think everyone has great reasons for the, the things that they do. And we're all doing the best that they can, that we can. Um, but that's my choice. And that's also how I decide to train my clients is with positive reinforcement. When you tell someone what not to do, doesn't give us that 
it doesn't give us all the full picture of the information that we need. So sometimes it's helpful to know what not to do, but only when you can really compare it with what you are supposed to be doing, right? If someone is moving, and this is something I hear, you know, pretty frequently in the fitness world, um, especially growing up and what I see in the mainstream of stuff that goes viral on Instagram, TikTok, et cetera, is these negatives. Don't let your knee go past your toe. Don't load lumbar flexion. Don't do any cervical loading or cervical flexion, all of these like big, scary things that say no. And I know I've talked about the nocebic effect, so I'm not going to get into that on this episode, but okay. It's like, all right, don't let my knee go over my toe. Well, how far can I let my knee go? And is there any downside to going way in the other direction? And it just, what I'm trying to get across is it's not helpful information. I think one of the best things that we can do as teachers is be extremely clear and precise with our language to say as much as possible with as few words as possible in a movement setting. And I think that is really the art of teaching. Now, does every teacher need to be that way? No. And fitness should be fun and you shouldn't put any pressure on yourself to try uh, to say it less than you did last time or anything like that. But as you continue practicing as an instructor, I think this is something that naturally comes. And it's something I've noticed with Valentino that comes so natural to, to me because of my clients. But at the same time, it's really improved my relationship with my clients too. And everyone who takes my classes. And I noticed that, you know, someone like my fiance, Kyle, doesn't have that instinct. Like when I see Valentino's really interested in something, so he's not paying attention to us, right? Kyle's instinct is to kind of pull Valentino back um, and try to get his attention and put him in something like a sit, right? And instinctively, I just knew that's not exciting enough for Valentino when he's looking at something much more exciting across the street. I have to be more interesting. I have to increase my value to this dog. So either rewarding with a treat, um, really using my language precisely, because if I show excitement to Valentino when he's doing anything at any time, he's not going to value it as much as when I show him excitement, when I'm like trying to show him that I'm more interesting than that squirrel or that dog. Um, and I can tell you the results have been so fantastic. It works so much better for him when we're in tune like that. So that's like one of the biggest things that I think is so similar between teaching people and dogs is that positive reinforcement training. It works. It works. I will say too, it's harder. It takes a little bit more skill. It takes a little bit more time, but you put that investment up front and then the long-term results are so much better. This is something I was just, just discussing with my partner, Kyle, was how in life, I've realized I'm such a, I'm so much more a fan of putting in a lot of work up front and doing it right the first time and laying down that groundwork and then letting things be easy later. When you intentionally make things hard for yourself in a moment and you're preparing for the future, you're making your life later easier. And I just love that. And I think it really applies to how we've trained Valentino and my clients. I also want to say like Valentino's far from perfect. He's two years old. He um, is very needy and attached. Um, but I have to say like, he's such a, such a good dog and it's been such a pleasure learning how to instruct him. Now here's another uh, similarity. So we have the positivity, that positive affirmation. And the second one is our energy 
my energy as an instructor, how that impacts the person I'm teaching. So if I come into a situation tense, nervous, like I was when I was first training, that is going to reflect on my client and how they feel. And they might end up feeling tense and nervous and and they can't relax. Um, And the same thing goes with a dog, right? Like you can't expect your dog to be calm and relaxed if you're nervous and tense. They just cannot. They're so attached to your feelings. They're way more in tune and they're very quick at judging how you're feeling or what you're about to do, right? Everyone who has a dog knows the second you put on a shoe or walk toward your keys, your dog knows exactly what's going on, right? They're in tune to you. Um, And I think people are really in tune as well. And That's not to say that you need to show up as 100% every single time you see your client. And I think actually there's so much benefit in vulnerability. And when you're instructing, saying like, I was there too, I felt exactly the same way. When you you have those moments with your client, it's so powerful, it's so cool. Uh, When you can help them get through something that you struggled with, it's just so rewarding, right? Um, But yeah, I I think that's just such a powerful thing, which is the way that the energy that you bring your energy, and it doesn't have to be perfect. Of course not. And, and if it were perfect all the time, it would be boring. So (laughs) you can definitely feel different ways, but know that the way that you are right now is enough. You have the knowledge, you have the confidence, you have that skill, And the more that you recognize that in yourself, the easier it is when you do have an off day and you just have to be honest with someone like, you know what? I messed up the time of this session, right? If you teach private sessions and my week is just being like this, but it's just one of those weeks. And then your client knows that they've had weeks like that too. So it's kind of beautiful when you can just be very uh, vulnerable, authentic, and show up for your person and just do it as consistently as possible and consistency. Ooh, this is a big one that is so similar and in the way that I think the best teachers are of both Pilates, any kind of fitness and our dogs, right? Or our pets. And there has to be some sort of a consistency that you can set for the people who come to you for guidance, right? So as an instructor, I really care about being on time. It's so important to me. I really care about in a group class that I know everyone's names. I set those routines and standards for myself. And then it sets an expectation in the group of trust and just acknowledgement that you care. And that can make a really big impact on your teaching. Same goes for Valentino. He trusts and knows that I'm going to meet his basic needs and again, if I have an off day or something does go wrong, you're, you've already set the standard that you care and that you are consistent and that you tr- you're, you're doing your best. And once you show that the trust is there, the rest of the guidance comes so much easier. You're so much more ready to listen to instruction from someone that you trust. And that's just human nature. And I think building that trust is so valuable And one of the biggest tips I can give you for that is just to be really consistent, even if you can only be consistent at like two things, right? So for me, I just mentioned being on time and remembering people's names. If I can focus on those two things, other things can go wrong and it, that baseline is there and that makes me feel good. And that makes your people feel good. Uh, So I definitely wanted to share that as well. So 
those are my top three things. Did I mention four? So we have positive reinforcement, the um, confidence that you bring into your teaching and your energy that you bring with your dog and your consistency. And those three things will get you very far with any kind of instructor role that you want to play, whether you're teaching kids, you're teaching parrots, you know, whatever, uh, whatever guidance position you're in, if you're, you know, lucky enough to be in the field of teaching, which I think is a privilege and honor, a gift, um, practicing those things can really have such a great impact on the people who you teach. And in turn, impact you so positively and give you so much back in return. You almost get more back uh, because of the positive impact you have on others. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Gosh, I'm so obsessed with my dog, but I swear having a dog made me a better teacher. So I'm so grateful for that. And I hope you have an incredible day. I can't wait to talk to you next. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. I would love to connect with you on social media, on Instagram or TikTok. You can find me at Ruth Pilates Studio, all one word. If you'd like to try out any of my classes, on-demand programs, and challenges, and join this community of bad bees across the globe, you can sign up today for a seven-day free trial. Just check out the show notes for the details. And lastly, remember to stand so tall and proud. Can't wait to talk to you next.